When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Folks, welcome into the Dublin to Denver podcast uh, on the Mile High Report podcast network. The time has arrived. It seems like I was previewing or making our dodgy picks uh, like last week with these lads, but finally, somehow, the season uh, is here and the Broncos play on Monday Night Football um, against the Seattle Seahawks or in our case in Ireland, Tuesday morning football, uh, 1.20 a.m. Uh, delighted to be joined, Colin Cronin, Stuart Roach, first off, Colin, uh, Kajay, Kajay. Yeah, uh, look, looking forward. We're obviously in the, the final run in here now, Michael. And to be honest, um, I just wish it was uh, too early Tuesday morning. It it really can't come quick enough. <laughs> We've gotten used to it, I think, as Broncos fans, that we always seem to play on the Monday night. So you get to see the other teams go go through it. Uh, fortunately, this year, it isn't the game starting at at 20 past three in the morning, as it has been uh, in previously, back when we were on primetime the, the last time. Uh, so uh, glad that we're back in primetime. It's a good it's a good sign that I suppose they want to put the, the Broncos on national television. Stuart, uh, Colin mentioned there, but the wait to Monday, obviously very, very warm welcome in. Um, 
we've actually got an and we'll not talk about these teams but you've got an AFC West matchup on Sunday night already so one of those teams is you know more than likely going to lose so it's it's an important game for the Broncos on Monday which I know we'll talk about uh, just to get off on the right foot yes it is um I think if things hadn't sort of played out the way they have over the last couple of months a trip to the Seahawks would have been um, you know, not a game to be taken lightly at all. Uh, if, for example, we hadn't traded for Russell Wilson, if he was still there, and regardless of who the quarterback we had would have been. Um, so I think you've obviously got the added spice of uh, Wilson going back to the team that picked Pete Carroll over him. Um, you then got a little bit added in with Pete Carroll picking Geno Smith over Drew Locke. Um, and you've then, as you, you just kind of mentioned, Michael, I think there is a chance for us to, uh, to get a game up on one of the uh, division rivals, whoever it is that loses that game that you spoke about. And to be honest with you, given the the ridiculous array of talent that is in the AFC West, um, we got to take advantage of that every time we, we, we can. I mean, I, 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 I think we've all spoken about this at length over the programme over the last while, but I, I, there's really not going to be more than a game or two in the AFC West. And I think you could have two um wildcard teams from this division um so i think we need to be one of those teams i'm not sure if we can win it yet i think we'll have a chance because i think the chiefs have regressed slightly but the Chargers look incredibly strong um but yeah this is a good opportunity for us as you said if one of those teams you know th- there could be a tie sometimes there are ties it just happen very very rarely but this is a good chance for us to get a game up um you know because i think we spoke for a while there, there are this is we have a decent start to the season so i think we need to take advantage of it as much as we can and um, so i would hope that we we beat the seahawks on monday night it's 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 one of those things you, you geared up for the nfl season to start we're all going to be there at six o'clock probably watching scott hansen and red zone thank god he's back um, and then you kind of go, yeah, but well, it's when's our turn? Um, so I'm, I like everybody. I'm really looking forward to to the NFL returning. It's been such a long time, and there's a great game. The, the season opener promises to be a classic, but uh, yeah, it's just a little bit longer for us to wait. But I, I think we'll win this, and I think we need to win it because I think we, we we need to get as much on the board as as possible and as soon as possible. And and also, Michael, I think it's important for the team to get back into the winning habit. It's not something that we have. You know, we, we just haven't won enough games. I don't. I think this team has a lot of very talented young players, but we now actually have to start translating that into into something tangible and something substantial and, and actual wins. Absolutely, man. And also, Colin, uh, the Broncos are coming to London next month. I can say that now. We're in September, 30th of October. Uh, there is stuff. Actually, you know, this is important to say. There are things and plans that will be announced in due course on that. Um, try and be in London from the Thursday if you're listening to this. If you can't be, it's fine, but just try and be in London from the Thursday. Uh, Colm is buying everybody the first round at the Hilton Wembley Bar on the Friday night. Apparently, that, that's the rumour going going around. Um, ironically, Colm, uh, we were talking this off-camera a minute ago, uh, we recorded a podcast, I think it was like last Monday or last Tuesday, and it was either that evening or the, or the following day that Russell Wilson's contract news came out. Now, um, bumper deal was it 245 or 265 million a big extension for him I guess for us and that's what I'll give my thoughts here before I get your thoughts lads gives us certainty but there was an element of surprise around it last week this is always going to happen he was never going to play this season surely with that going you know just with that question around it this was a huge move for him in both a professional sense in terms of the team but also his life as well and it was obvious he was going to be there for the long term so we've got stability we've got the new ownership in we've got the Manny Leach in as the guy in charge and we've also 
now got Russell Wilson tied down. Are are you happy with this deal? I I like it. I like the way it's spread across the first few years of financing as well. So honestly, man, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, like no, look, don't don't get me wrong. Delighted, um, it it got done. If if I am to put an asterisk beside it, and um, I'll, it's that, and I know people probably won't like this, but if you go back all the way to twenty eleven, right, and the the in terms of what your QB salary eats up and those teams that win Super Bowls, okay? Um, so 20, 2011 was an uncapped season, right? Aaron Rodgers uh, won it. 2012, Eli Manning accounted for just under 12%. 2013, Joe Flacco, remember that? Oof, uh, 6.5%. Russell Wilson's rookie contract when he ran it in 2014, 0.6%. Then uh, Thomas... Brady, 11%. Peyton, in, uh, when he won it, counted for uh, 12, 12%. Uh, Tom Brady, 2017, um, was under 10%. Nick Foles was 1%. Uh, Patrick Holmes, 2.4%. I'm, I'm going to leave out the rest of the Brady ones. And Matthew Stafford, 11%. So, Mike, the, the only concern would be is that... Um, you know, in terms of winning Super Bowls, it feels like the Broncos' best opportunity is before the mega money starts kicking in in 2025. Even if the salary cap rises massively, which it will, but I, I, I tried working it out. I said even if the salary cap goes to 295 million by 2025, Russell Wilson's 55 million cap hit would be 19 percent. And that would be extraordinarily high for a Super Bowl uh, winning QB. Um, just to, just something to, to bear in mind. Now, I, I will also say that uh, what makes uh, winning a, a Super Bowl, um, you know, Im- impossible is not having a good quarterback. So you're you're better to, to certainly be at the races. But I, I did think that is an interesting one. I wonder the fact that we are in an era of, you know, mega mega contracts for wide receivers now as well. What will the, the impact be? But just something to maybe keep an eye on. Stuart, one other point to add there, and I do agree what Colin is saying. Uh, the Chargers are going to be in this situation in two years when they have to pay Justin Herbert. Could be three years, but I think it's two. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, Michael, I, and I take on board what Colin is saying, but I, I think there seems to be now kind of two ways to win Super Bowls in the NFL. You either uh, really maximize that rookie uh, QB contract the way, say, for example, the Bills have tried to. Um, and you then, you know, put weapons around him until he, you know, has, an, has to get that big money contract. So obviously, if the player is successful, then um, then he's going to earn the right to, to a huge contract. So you, there is that way of doing it. And the other way is to go out and trade for a veteran. You go the, uh, the, the Rams route. Um, we'll see now what the Colts have done. They've gotten Matt Ryan. And um, that's the other way. And you try to to maximize the opportunity winning a Super Bowl within a very short window. But we're, we've kind of gone a slightly different way. Look, we, we couldn't do the rookie thing for the simple reason the Broncos can't draft quarterbacks. We can't. Um, so that was just never really an option for us. Uh, I mean, I think we all wanted us to draft a quarterback. I mean, my, my feelings were, and I think that's why I was invested in Locke, was because that was something that we picked. Locke didn't work out. 
in an ideal world, I would, you know, Kenny Pickett, somebody like that would be a guy I could have got behind. But realistically, you have to look and you go, historically, the Denver Broncos are atrocious at drafting quarterbacks. They're atrocious. We, we just don't seem to be able to. The best quarterback we ever had was John Elway. He came in a trade. Um, Peyton Manning was the second best quarterback we've ever had. Uh, he came in, a, you know, he was a free agent. Russell Wilson came in a trade. So I think we didn't have, once, once you give up as much as we gave up to Russell Wilson, and when you consider the, the absolute purgatory that we've been in since Peyton Manning retired, this was going to get done. It was simply a question of what the figures are going to be like. Um, it was also going to be much easier to get done when one of the richest men around bought the team. Um, yes, but I do take on what we're calling saying there's a huge amount of money invested into the quarterback acquisition, especially as the years go on. And statistics show that it is unlikely that Russell Wilson, when he gets to the latter part, is, is going to win the Super Bowl. But I think that this is something that we had to do. And sometimes, you know, you can you can you, you can break. You know, you could book the trend. Maybe Wilson will be that guy to win with such a high percentage tied on. One thing I would say is George Payton and the team around him have drafted well. So by the time we do actually get around to having draft picks, you know, in the first and second round again, God knows when that's going to be. But anyway, um, I think he will draft well. He has done and he seems to believe in his drafts. Um, so maybe that's the way we can surround Russell with talent um, because we're not going to have a huge amount of money to play around with. Uh, when he does go into those those the, the, the contract years that Colin was talking about, which are very, very hefty. Um, but I think it had to be done. I was delighted it was done. I think, as I said, you give up so much to get him, you have to time that. There's no point in getting, giving up all that capital for, for Russell Wilson and see him walk out the door two years down the road. That, that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, that was never really going to happen. So, look, I think hopefully touch wood, bar injury, um, Russell Wilson should be good for five years yet you know i mean i think we we are maybe slightly um in danger of of thinking that russ wilson can go for 10 years the way tom brady has i don't personally see that happening i don't think it's the same kind of quarterback he scrambles too much um those kind of quarterbacks tend not to have the same kind of shelf life that brady has um but i think we're good for five years and yes it's an awful lot of money but my god is it going to be different to what we've had to endure and that is absolutely the word what we've had to endure over the last couple of years since Manning uh, rode off into the sunset. So, you know, let's, let's, you know, it's been done. We can move on. We can worry about other things now. Right tackle and stuff. Right enough. Like how boring is the draft going to be the next two years for us? Like, I know it's great having football back now, but we're going to be sitting next year probably going, Jesus boys, third round as it stands. Colin, just before we get the, um, our, you know, our, our thoughts in terms of Monday Night Football and the fact that we actually have a game the previous this week. Team captains are set. they got uh, Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Bradley Chubb, who's in for a big year, please God, Brandon McManus and Justin Simmons. Any, I mean, there's no surprises there, is there? Let, let's be honest. I don't think there, there are any surprises. It does maybe add a, an additional layer of pressure for, for Bradley Chubb uh, in terms of a guy who was picked, you know, so so high in the draft who flashed, obviously, in that rookie year, uh, showed what he can do, but has had injury concerns throughout the, the rest of his, his Broncos career. Um, he is obviously playing for a, a long-term contract and, if the Broncos are to make a deep, um, you know, run this year, they they need Bradley Chubb to remain healthy and to perform. Uh, I think last year he, you know, he would admit that it was enormously disappointing um, when he was on the the field. It, it wasn't what he would have wanted, but with him, you know, big contract, 
expectations, team captaincy. We need Bradley Chubb um, to be the ve- the very best version of Bradley Chubb. Absolutely. Let's get right into it, lads. Uh, I I think straight, if, obviously if you want to if you want to react to that, you can. But I, I'm going to jump straight into it. Broncos Seahawks. Say, sorry, Michael. I'm just going to say this time next year, Pat Sertan will be will be there as one of the team captains ahead of Bradley Chubb. I'd be very confident that that's going to be the case. In his third year, I I'd love that. That'd be awesome. I, 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 I don't see why he wouldn't be. And I, I don't I, I wish I shared your optimism on Ryan Bradley Chubb. I just don't I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I just I just don't. I think, he's a, gotta... I, I think he's a fantastic player when he's fit, but he's just never fit. Uh, I don't see why there's gonna be any different this time around. I really don't. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I don't I don't think I am gonna be. Well, here's my bold prediction for the season. I think he's gonna have a comeback here, lads. I think he's gonna be great. Um Hope he's great on Monday night. Monday night football, Broncos, Seahawks, 1.20 a.m. First off, before we start, can we get a show of hands while he's saying anything? Are you both standing up? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stuart, you're, you seem to be in, in deep thought here. Well, is it is it on too late? Sure. I mean, you've got a young family, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will watch it. I will get what I will do is I will I will set the alarm for six o'clock and I will go downstairs and I will watch the uh, the uh, I watch it on on Game Pass the following morning without turning on any electronics to avoid. That's uh, a good plan. It is. That's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. I'll start off with you first, sure, sure for the crack. Uh, what are your keys to victory here on Monday night? You know, the Broncos are. Let's not beat around the bush. This is a very different preview that we've usually had last in the last four, three or four years, or maybe five years, Colin. Uh, Stuart, for me, it has to be getting at that Seattle offense and just stopping them straight up and then having our offense get down the field as much as possible in the first and second quarter. Geno Smith starting for the Seahawks. I'm going to be intrigued to see how Russell Wilson plays in his first game with the Broncos. And I really do. And I know we had, have, I'm not sure if we had this argument last week, but. You know, for for as bad as the Seahawks are, Stuart, that crowd is still going to be a factor. I'm I'm intrigued to see how they're going to react to Russell Wilson. This is the man that brought them a Super Bowl and was within what five feet of bringing him another one. So um, it's it's look, it's it's going to be an exciting game. I think as well, Michael, it would be uh, remiss not to mention the fact that Russell Wilson might be nervous going back to his old stomping ground. Certainly for the first quarter, I think. I think sometimes we're guilty of uh, when, it go, when it comes to all athletes, sometimes thinking that they're robots and they're not. They are human beings, and I think that kind of stuff can actually play in. I do think that that probably he does come across as a very kind of cool and collected character. So I, I think understandable nerves probably should fade by the time he gets into the second quarter. 
um, to be straight up, Michael, the Broncos are a much better football team than the Seahawks. Uh, I do take on board what you're saying. I think it is still a very intimidating and it's an incredibly loud atmosphere in that stadium. Um, but I think across the board, the Broncos are better. Geno Smith is a terrible quarterback. Uh, it's a real knock on lock that he... I mean, I think, to be honest with you, Pete Carroll had made his mind up beforehand. And one of the things about Locke is it just proves over and over again, you cannot turn over the ball in the NFL. If you do, you get benched. Gino, Gino Smith is awful. He's, a, he's an appalling quarterback. I would expect the Broncos defense to really eat him up. The Seahawks running game, I, I didn't they, I can't remember the name of the running back. I think he retired. Who was a good running back? Was it Carson? Um, their running attack is not going to be as good. The, to be honest with you, Michael, from what I could see last year, I didn't watch much of the Seahawks. From what I could see, their offense was Russell Wilson scrambling for his life and throwing a deep ball to DJ Metcalf. That that was their offense for what I could see. They don't seem to run the ball as effectively as they have done. They've spent a huge amount of money in draft capital on their offensive line, which is somehow still manages to be appalling. Um, I'd expect the Broncos defense to really dominate this. And I think they need to dominate this. And I think they need to set a tone. And I think the, the Seattle Seahawks defense is now um, in danger of being sued for libel by previous Seattle Seahawks defenses, which were formidable, as we discovered, to our great cost. Um, unlike the Ravens, for example, who have a team identity that's built around running the ball and defense, the Seahawks had that, but they've lost. The defense is, is nowhere near as stout as it used to be. I genuinely think that this will end up being a fairly comfortable game for the Broncos. The Broncos are six and a half point favourites. I would be, if I was betting on that, I would absolutely take that all day long. And I would actually go to 10 points, to be honest with you. I really would. Let's take the 10 points and ask Colin. Colin, Broncos minus 14 and a half. Do you want to, do you want to say this right now on live on the podcast? You're, you're, you're using betting lingo, which I, I have no idea. When the Broncos I... win by 15 points against the Seahawks. <laughs> They certainly, they certainly can. Um, I, I don't have any great belief in the Seahawks and the Broncos should use it as a marker. There will be much, much tougher challenges. And I think when we did our um, season pick show, I know it was before the the even the uh, summer and the preseason, but I think I was um, the lowest in terms of the, the win total. And I still think we should be absolutely beating up on, on the Seahawks. I mean, if you go back to the the Broncos right post the Super Bowl right post Manning and the fact that the team had a Super Bowl winning roster right granted there were some pieces obviously um that that moved on Danny Trevathan um and Malik Jackson being probably the, the two most formidable but outside of that and Manning it was the roster the uh, head coach etc and the the best the Broncos could manage was nine and seven. And that was coming off winning a Super Bowl and a historic defense. This is a Seahawks team who won seven games last year, um, who didn't exactly set the world on fire in terms of what they did in the offseason. And Pete Carroll is talking about them winning 10 games. I mean, it's it's fairy tale stuff. It's ridiculous stuff. And, and the Broncos should absolutely go in there. It doesn't matter how loud it is. This is a team that is starting uh, like Gino at quarterback. And yes, he's starting it because Drew Locke threw three picks against the Cowboys, some of them directly to the Cowboys defense. So there's, there's a reason Gino is starting. But when Gino Smith won your QB battle and he's the guy you're going with 
I mean, that tells its, its own tale. If Can you imagine being DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett and, and being preparing for Monday night's game? They're going to have to be run heavy, but Penny is, he's injury prone. I mean, it, when he's fit, he can be fantastic. But how often has he been fit? He picked up a little bit of a knock over the, the course of the, the summer as well. So to me, it's a, you know, it's it obviously, look, Nathaniel Hackett's first game as head coach. I think that's almost uh, would more concerning than Russell Wilson going going back there. Um, but we have the guys right to to be stout against the, the run. So we should be able to shut them down. And this is this is the opportunity. Like if if Bradley Chubb and, and Randy Gregory and, and Nick Benito want an opportunity, this is it. Because yes, the Seahawks invested a little bit on the O-line. Um, finally, even though they traded away their franchise QB. But it, it's not like they went out and um, you know, got uh, Evan Neal. It, none of the guys that they they brought in are gonna be, you know, Tristan Worse-esque uh, from day one. So to me, this should be the Broncos making uh, a statement, planting the flag, new owners, new head coach, new QB, new era of Broncos football. We, we are, um, as has pointed out time and time again, Peter King's um, column came out this week. He doesn't have the Broncos going to the playoffs because of how tough he feels the AFC West will be. Um, and, you know, there have been different people. I think the, the Good Morning Football crew, some of them had the Broncos going, some of them didn't. But that's a testament to how tough the AFC West is going to be. So when you go up against a team that has, let's call it what it is, an embarrassingly bad quarterback room, you have to win that. And if we don't, it would be, it'll be disappointing. It's not season ending, but it would be enormously deflating. It will absolutely pop all of the, the hype um, that is built understandably when you trade for a guy like Russell Wilson, when you have a new ownership group, when you have Hackett and that energy and enthusiasm and it's building, building, building. Um, I, I really think we should be um, beating the, the Seahawks. It's funny you're talking about Drew Locke throwing the picks against the Cowboys. You know, I seen another quarterback in the preseason throw passes like that. Well, he might he might have been playing for a team on the East Coast against the Raiders, and nobody's talking about it. It's incredible. Um, I'm I'm actually going to make a mad prediction here. I don't think Geno Smith lost the game. Lost. I don't think he's going to be fit to do it. I, you're talking about Rashad Penny, and I, I agree. If you if you look at that Seahawks team. It's almost mind-boggling to wonder what in the hell has Pete Carroll been doing for the last six months? They trade Russell Wilson, which seems like yesterday now, and they've got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett for a start. Hell, okay, look, forget about Wilson. They've got Noah Fant there as well. So go out and get somebody serviceable. Hell, Case Keenum, anyone, just, just, just anyone. Bring someone in. Anything you have to do. But G- the fact that Geno Smith... Is starting this game at quarterback is, uh, I mean, honestly, there's no excuses for the Broncos. The Broncos, realistically, and I know, I know, I know, we've got, I know, we got Russell Wilson there. We couldn't have asked for an easier start here. I mean, unless you're playing Chicago or someone, because Chicago are complete dirt. Chicago and the <laughs> Chicago and the Jets are probably picking in the top three next year, in my opinion. I don't think the Seahawks team could be far off. Could be second. Could be fourth pick next year in a draft. <laughs> 
never mind the picks that they have with the Broncos as well. Um, we should be winning this game by two or three touchdown scores. If, if the Broncos want to put a marker down, when the when the country should be watching, this game should be over by the middle of the second quarter. There is no doubt about it in my mind. Russell Wilson needs to come out and play a hell of a game. Uh, now that I've said that, Stuart, can I get your game picks? Or do you want to give me your pick for this game? Your thoughts? Just on that, Michael, your points about the Seahawks, I, given the fact that they have quite a lot of draft capital and given the fact that they are so bad, I would be stunned if they either don't themselves end up having a top five pick in, in the draft next year or with what we've given them for Russell Wilson, manoeuvre themselves up for a top five pick last year. Next year is a very good draft for quarterbacks. Um, if you have decided that Locke is too dangerous with his interceptions, rightly so, and Geno Smith is the only other option. To me, if I'm a Seahawks fan, which thank God I'm not, but if I was, the only thing that makes that in any way palatable is I understand that we are clearly intent on tanking in order to get one of those exceptionally talented quarterbacks for next season. That is the only way that any of what they've done makes sense. They've decided to move on from Russell Wilson. They didn't like what they saw in the draft rightly this year because Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis are the only two quarterbacks that look like they're going to do anything. So they've, they've kept their powder dry and they're going to draft really high next year because next year is the year to pick a QB. That is the only way any of what they've done has made sense. Picking Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson, any of the stuff subsequently makes no sense. So Sorry, on that, Michael, my game picks. Broncos win this 27-13. Russell Wilson throws two touchdown passes. We combined run for well over 120 yards. And I think we will, if Gregory is fit alongside Bradley Chubb, um, and if Chubb manages to stay fit and healthy for the game, I think we get at least four or five sacks and a couple of interceptions. Geno Smith might be the worst, certainly the bottom three quarterbacks in the NFL at the moment and I think Locke will start by weeks five or six Smith is that bad so I I would be disappointed if we didn't really you know this should be taking your foot off the gas towards the end of the the third quarter because you kind of just waiting around for for the Texans and that's another game I know we'll talk about it next week but we really need to start this season 2-0 we really do and I think we need to swap the Seahawks aside I think we need to get a little bit of revenge for that dreadful evening in, in New York all that all those years ago. Um and I think absolutely now is the time to do it. So this this is this is you know 10, 11 point win, no problem. Colin was chatting the cliff here real last last Wednesday night the first thing I said to him was I'm a Broncos fan. Just want to thank you for lot for twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. And he goes, you know, I was just doing my job, man. I got there. He started laughing going, ha ha the whole safety play, wasn't it? Um he's gonna so Stuart sent 27 13. I'll I'll just give you my scoreline before I let you maybe close it out, Colin. Uh, I'm I'm picking the Broncos to win 35-14. I think they're gonna destroy them. Because for the last six months, there has been nothing, and in a good way, there's been nothing but positivity. We've now got an elite quarterback. Everything is there. Go out and go out and win the game. Um, I I'm looking forward to seeing Jerry Judy score a heap of touchdowns this year. It's been it's been too long, so let's see. What's your thoughts, Colin? What's your picks? 
Um, I, I suppose it was interesting, you know, Stuart is saying we need to, to win the opening too, absolutely, um, because obviously um, it gets a lot more interesting after that. Uh, I will say for fans on this side of the Atlantic, is it four of the opening six are on at stupid o'clock in the, the morning? Um, <laughs> that'll tell you kind of the, the calibre of the teams we're playing. Look, this game, if it wasn't the fact that Russell Wilson was going back to his his old team this would not be prime time in, in any way shape or form right this is prime time purely because russ is going back the revenge factor etc etc um you, you look at the the seahawks roster and i mean they have a, they have decent safeties but like their their cornerback room shouldn't really be be scaring um anyone and i i look at their their um their D line and and I think we should be able to to run on it. Uh, I mean I'm really interested to see what Javante Williams can can do this year. He's going to be RB one. I mean granted Melvin Gordon will carry plenty, but I do think you'll probably see a 60-40 split um this year. And I, I think that's going to be really interesting to to see um how it goes. None of us really know what Nathaniel Hackett will be like as a head coach in, in this league. Um, but I I do expect the, the Broncos to want to make uh, a, uh, you know, a performance. We, if you go back a, a few years um, to the Kareem Jackson going back to the Texans, and that was one of the better Broncos performances of recent years. I think the, the team wanted to, to put a performance in. I think hopefully this team, right, the wide receivers need to show their potential. Bradley Chubb needs to show his capabilities. Randy Gregory is going to want to show the Cowboys and, and Jerry Jones that, you know, they they should have ponied up and, and paid him. We know what... Pat Sertain is, is capable of uh, and Russell Wilson he's going to want to you know um, put put a one over on grumpy grandpa Pete Carroll so to me I think the, the scoreline Stuart suggested as to 27-13 sounds about right I I think as long as the Broncos do do their job I, I they should put the Seahawks away uh, quite handily any final words, Stuart, before we wrap it up before week one? No, I think just one other thing, Michael, that we may sometimes forget because I know I do. It wasn't that long ago that these guys were uh, were also an AFC West rival um, and we had some interesting battles with them over the years. Um, so that's yet another reason if one were needed for us to really rub these guys uh, their noses in the mud when we have them on the ground. Um, so no, yeah, look, hey, we're back. It's, it's you know, I'm not, I don't know if we're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but I, I do think we've got a great chance of making the playoffs and it has been a very, very long time. Um, so look, you know, it's it's brilliant. It's finally here. And uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good game to have because it's not going to be a cakewalk for the simple fact it's in Seattle. So I think that'll add a little layer, a little layer to it. But that and the game against the Texans the following week are good games for us to get into sync, for us to bet in a new quarterback and hopefully for uh, the defense to, to, to really prove 
that it is an elite defense because there has been an element of it flattering to deceive over the last years and we need that defense to really stand up in the big moments. I don't think the big moments are going to come against the Seahawks. They're absolutely not going to come against the Texans, but there are, as Colin alluded to, some very, very stiff tests that are just around the corner. So I, I think we really need to lay down a marker now on Monday night and um, just, just swap these guys aside. Good luck to the Broncos Monday night against the Seattle Seahawks. Thank you very much, folks, for listening. If you are listening, please like, share, subscribe, follow the podcast, leave a review. Big thanks to the Malheim Report Podcast Network. And we will see you next week instead of Bro- Let's Go or instead of Let's Go Broncos. Let's do a Broncos Country Let's Ride. Yeah. Broncos Country Let's Ride. No? Broncos Country Let's Ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Broncos Country. Let's ride. See you next week.